Hey, hey, beauties. Welcome to a Sacred Space podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I am so excited to share with you how to create sacred space in order to heal and empower yourself. I want you to know that it is possible to live your dream life, to create amazing relationships, to experience joy daily, to be fully connected to yourself and passionate about life. No matter where you're at right now, it is possible to heal your trauma, your anxiety, and live a life beyond your wildest dreams. In this podcast, I will share with you the tools and resources I've used in order to create my dream life. And if it's possible for me, I know it is for you too. So let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. This is Katie and I'm here with another video. Um, today we're going to talk about how to heal your core wounds. Um, your core wounds, in case you don't know what those are, actually are the wounds that you, de that you developed in childhood and that basically live in your subconscious and dictate every choice and every decision or indecision that you make in your life into adulthood. And um, I'll say this a lot, you'll probably hear me say this a lot, responsibility equals empowerment and we can't take responsibility for the things that are controlling our lives unless we know what they are. And so core wounds are the wounds that live in our subconscious, we are usually totally not conscious of them and they're what cause us to self-sabotage ourselves. Um, when things start going good, we, we immediately freak out and then we um, self-sabotage. So. Um, often this we can develop fears of success, fears of happiness, fears of love based on what our core wounds are. And so I'll talk about like the three main core wounds and then I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into um, what is like the ultimate core wound that sort of causes these three main core wounds. And of course the everybody's core wounds are different based on your experience and what traumas and what pain you experienced in your life. But, um, I, over the years that I've been working on this and stuff, I've discovered there are, there are three main ones that all link back to, um, one main principle. And, um, the main principle is that we are separate. We're separate from each other and we're separate from God. So all core wounds are rooted in this main principle and this main, it's not even a principle, it's like this main um, thought, this main belief that we're separate. Okay, so um, the, we'll just get started with the three main core wounds and then we'll, we'll go from there. So <laughs> the first main core wound, um, which can be found in your root chakra is I am not safe. The world is not safe and I am not safe. So oftentimes in childhood we experience something very early on that sends us the message that we are not safe and that we're not protected and that um, anything could happen at any moment. This can lead to um, fears of change. This can lead to, <clears throat> even if it's good change, it can lead to um, fears uh, like being of being alone, a fear of being alone um, definitely is associated with a, a, a core wound of unsafety. And oftentimes what will happen is if we have that fear of being lonely, 
how that looks is that, or that fear of being unsafe, we're also afraid of being alone. So we will immediately jump into a relationship, whether it's good for us or not, because we're afraid to be alone. Um, and so when we do that, we're jumping into a relationship where that other person is going to have a mirror of, of a similar core wound. And those are the relationships that end up be becoming toxic and, and traumatizing us and um, taking, taking us down a path of, of pain, of emotional pain. Those types of relationships will always end badly because they're rooted in two people coming together that share a core wound and neither one of those people are aware of the core wound and so they're just throwing back self-sabotage at each other during the entire relationship. And so people that, that um, suffer from this core wound of feeling unsafe and being afraid to be alone are constantly jumping from one relationship to the next and and as long as you're doing that you're constantly feeding this cycle you're constantly feeding the cycle of it's not safe for me to be alone it's not the world isn't safe it's not safe for me to be in a relationship and you end up in this conflict where you don't feel safe being alone but you also don't feel safe being in a relationship because all of your relationships are traumatic and toxic and sometimes even abusive so in order to heal this core wound and to stop the cycle of um, jumping into relationship after relationship, you have like the main thing that is important is developing a relationship with yourself. Usually this fear of, of safety and this fear of um, being alone comes from a space of not knowing who you are inside and not knowing what you want. And if you develop that relationship with yourself and you start to discover who you are and you start to take responsibility for the pattern that's been created from this core wound. Um, and when I say responsibility, what I mean is responding to the core wound. So responsibility is actually the ability to respond. So it's not placing blame. It's not saying, oh, I did something wrong or I created the cycle or pattern and I'm wrong for that. It's not doing that. It's simply moving into a space of let me look at this and let me respond to it. So if you feel like you have a fear of being alone and you're constantly jumping into relationship after relationship that never works out and you're being like really burnt out from that and you're tired of the constant chaos and the constant emotional pain that comes along with this pattern, the first thing to do is to start by looking at the pattern. You can look at, um, you can ask yourself several questions. One, why do I believe the world isn't safe? And why do I believe that I'm not safe? And you can, like, I always like to, when I ask myself questions, I always like to journal them out and just like write the question at the top of the piece of paper and then, um, and then free write from that. So first question, why do I not feel safe? And why do I believe that the world is in a safe place? And just sort of see what comes up for you. Maybe there's a memory associated with it, um, a time in your life where when you were young, that something happened and it immediately created this message that you weren't safe. Maybe you were constantly receiving the message that the world isn't safe, that there was always news on in your house and it was always talking about all those really scary things going on in the world. And that created this, um, 
negative belief for you that the world isn't safe and that there's constant attack happening. And so being alone is a very, very scary thing for you, probably as a child. And then that just like kept going throughout your, your adulthood. Um, so you want to look at that first and try to understand why you don't feel safe. Now, next you want to write, um, another question on top of a piece of paper. What would make me feel safe? And so this again is like a free writing experience where you just sort of let your subconscious tell you don't like try to force it and nothing that you write down is wrong. Just try to write a list of anything that makes you feel safe, anything that makes you feel comfort. And thirdly, you can write down the third question on the top of a piece of paper. What am I doing now that's keeping me feeling unsafe? A lot of times when we have a core wound of feeling unsafe, we um, end up staying in that place of our pain because we, we feel that stepping out of our pain would be even scarier than staying in our pain. So we keep ourselves stuck in our cycle and pattern because it's a way of protecting ourselves from um, stepping outside of what we know. That place is comfortable. You know that. You know the pain. You know how it feels. You're aware of it. You've been living it a long time. You've been living in that cycle and pattern for a long time. And so while it may be causing you pain and it may be traumatic, it is still a place of comfort for you in the sense that it provides a false sense of security because it's the only thing you know. And to step outside of what you step outside into something that you don't know and you're not familiar with and give yourself that freedom sometimes can be even scarier than just staying in your pain. Okay. So that's definitely something to look at with that, um, with that core wound. Um, the second core wound and this one exists in, um, in, um, our sacral chakra. And I did a video about this yesterday um, where it's called Manifest Love, the Chakra Edition. And so I went through the chakras and I talked about some of the core wounds and shadow aspects of the chakras. So you can watch that if you want more information on it. The, um, the second core wound that people most often experience is I am not worthy. And this was, um, this is my main core wound. It's what created my anxiety in in myself, I started having anxiety at a very young age, like seven or eight, and um, it just was constantly there my entire life, like debilitating anxiety. So it wasn't until I figured out what my core wound was that I was able to start using um, positive affirmations and, and that sort of thing to, and meditation and my spiritual practice to help me heal that core wound and um, move forward into believing that I'm worthy. And that's really what we're doing here is a core wound is just a belief. It's a belief that we created as a child with a limited perspective. And um, it may have served a, a purpose. It obviously served a purpose because I believe everything serves a purpose, but it served a purpose at that time. And then it becomes too painful and too great to live in that space anymore. And so that's when you start feeling a lot of fear and that's when that pain starts to get really great and it's because your heart is calling you to heal that wound so you can step into the next phase of your growth. 
So that's really what discovering our core wounds is about, is helping us move into our next phase of growth and to um, really start experiencing the life that we were here, we were put on this earth to live in the first place. And that is going to be a life of abundance and happiness and joy and love because ultimately that's what we came from and that's what we are here to experience. But sometimes we need to go through these deep core wounds so that we can create compassion, so that we can create depth of character, so that we can have a better understanding of ourselves and of others, so, and so that we can create a foundation and a purpose that helps us move into our ultimate purpose, which is to live a life of joy, abundance, love, etc. Okay, so anyways, with the core wound of feeling unworthy, that wound for me was, um, was what created my anxiety. So I was just having this constant anxiety my whole life. And when I figured that out, I used the affirmation, I am worthy and valuable. That's the affirmation I use. Anytime I have anxiety, I know that my mind has, has moved me into a space of I'm unworthy, that I'm beginning to believe that, that lie again and so my anxiety is sort of like the, the um, alarm that goes off to, to make me aware that I'm thinking thoughts about myself that are untrue. And we can really use our feelings to know where we're at. So like, for instance, with the feeling, with the core wound of feeling unsafe, um, the, the alarm that's going to go off for you is fear, like deep fear and you might even feel that fear in your tailbone um, deep in your um, pelvic floor you might have pelvic floor pain you're gonna feel that fear um, or that feeling or even pain like physical actual pain in that area as a symptom as a sign that um, you're you're off track like you're believing a lie that's what our feelings are here for they're either gonna let us know that we are walking in our truth or that we're believing a lie, that we're not meant to believe. So my anxiety is the alarm for me that lets me know that I am believing that I'm unworthy since that is my core wound. And so what I do with that is I use that, that positive affirmation, I am worthy and value, valuable, and I see myself, I have a vision of myself and I see myself in a space of worthiness and offering value to the world and contribution to the world. And that's really helped heal my anxiety. It's probably one of the main things that I've used to try to heal my anxiety that actually works and actually um, immediately releases the anxiety for me. Okay, now with this core wound, a lot of the symptoms are going to be like, like attracting narcissistic behavior, um, attracting verbal abuse, um, attracting physical abuse, um, attracting relationships where the other person also has the same core wound um, or that's similar or um, more rooted in self-hatred. And, uh, and you would do that, you attract people who have the same core wound as you as a way of, of reflecting that core wound to yourself so that you can see it more clearly. At the time, we don't necessarily recognize that that's what's happening, but I've learned over the years that every person is an aspect of ourselves, and what we're receiving from other people is, is a way of showing us where we're at with ourselves. 
And that's been proven to me over and over and over in my life because I strongly believe that we are energy, we are spiritual beings, we are in a human experience, we are in a human body, but that doesn't change that we have an energy body that is constantly sending out messages to everyone around us and out to the universe. And that's how um, opportunities come to us or don't come to us. That's how we attract people into our lives. That's how everything happens for us is based on where our energy field is at and what we believe about ourselves and life. Because what we believe about ourselves and life is what creates our emotions and what creates our emotions, energy in motion, that's emotions, they are energy in motion, it's going to be sent out like a signal, like a radio signal, okay? It's like a wave, you can't see it, I mean, you can't see a radio signal, but you know that it's working because when you tune your radio to a different station, like, you pick it up, right? And it's the same way with us. We have energy that we're con energy messages that we're constantly sending out. And that's how we attract people into our lives, and that's how we attract opportunities into our lives and circumstances into our lives is based on what we're believing about ourselves and what we're feeling about ourselves and about life at any given moment. And a lot of the problem with this, and this is really like, you know, if you've heard anything on the law of attraction, that's what that teaches, like attracts like. But the problem with this is that most of us don't know what's living in our subconscious. Most of us don't know what we believe consciously about life. So that can make it really hard to, to become aware of where all this stuff is coming from. But the beauty of it is that you have things right in front of you that you can use today. You can use your current relationships to understand how you feel about yourself. If your relationships are quality relationships, you trust the people that you're in relationship with, whether that's um, family, partners, co-workers, etc., then you know as, as a reflection of yourself that you have a sense of trust within yourself. If you are attracting abusive behavior, um, people that are demeaning your worth, people that make you feel unsafe, people that say really nasty, negative things to you, talk, just overall like toxic behavior, if that's what you're attracting into your life, that's a clear reflection of where your belief system is. And I don't say this to like make you feel bad or anything like that. I say this to help empower you so that you know that you have control over what you bring into your life. And that it's simply a matter of changing your mind about yourself and about life that changes everything out outside of you. So there's a... Um, there's a, a Buddhist monk, I don't remember who it was that said this, but um, he said, inside, outside, same. And he uses that as a mantra, inside, outside, same. And what that is, is to help, get, help us get into alignment with what's going on inside of us is also going on outside of us. What we see outside is a reflection of what we're experiencing inside. So if you wanna change your circumstances, you wanna change the quality of your relationships, you wanna change the opportunities that come into your life, then it's an inside job. It's all happening inside. And so you can use everything that's happening outside to help you get clearer on what's going on, on in the inside. <clears throat> Awareness is key. Without awareness, we, we really can't make any changes in our lives. 
And it's not really up to us to, to fully make changes, okay? There are certain things we can do, but it's up to what is up to us and what we are in control of because we're not in control of anything that's happening on the outside. We can't always change our circumstances. We can't change people and we can't control people, but we can control what's going on inside of ourselves. And we can control what we believe about life and those are the things that we can control. And we can use what's going on outside to help us become aware of what we're believing on the inside. So anyways, so one of the things I found is really, really helpful is that um, even if it's, if, if you're having a hard time with becoming aware of things around you and you're having a hard time, um, you know, using your, your, your emotions and the, and your outside perspective or your outside circumstances to help give you more awareness because sometimes that can be really hard to look at. A good place to start, a good place to just begin is to, again, journal it out, right? What do I believe to be true about myself? And write it all down. What do I believe to be true about life? And write it all down. And then look for the places that feel yucky to you. You should never have beliefs that feel yucky to you. You should always have beliefs that, that feel good, that feel that give you that sort of spark of joy in your heart. Those are the kind of beliefs that we want, and those are the kind of beliefs that we want to be focused on. You don't have to believe anything that you don't want to. Your belief system is completely up to you. You get to create it. And that was one thing that I just never knew. I never knew that until a few years ago that I was in charge of creating my own belief system and that I could choose what I wanted to believe. And there's so much information out there and there's so many things that were taught as kids that are just inevitably true that later on we find out are not true at all. And so that's why we get to decide what we want to believe. So if you look at your beliefs that you wrote down and you decide that they're just not things you want to believe, they bring you pain, they make you feel yucky, they make you feel constricted, they make you feel like you're in prison, change the beliefs. Start telling yourself what you really want to believe. If you want to believe that you're worthy, because you are without a doubt, start believing that you're worthy. And so that is, is what I practice, that's what I do. I check my beliefs often when I have limiting beliefs that come up for me that are, um, that are negative, that I don't like, that don't feel good to me. I, I replace it with a new belief and I just keep saying that new belief over and over. And that's how we use affirmations um, in a way that's actually going to help us because if we know that this is what I now want to believe, that I am worthy and that I am valuable and that's my new belief system and you're constantly repeating to yourself that I am worthy and I am valuable and you're constantly saying that over and over and over and you've made the decision to believe that, that's how beliefs are changed. You can't change beliefs just by saying airy-fairy positive affirmations. You do change your beliefs by saying an affirmation that's rooted in decision, that's rooted in your will. So if you decided, I don't like the belief that I'm unworthy and that I have nothing to offer, but I do and I decide to believe that I am worthy and that I do have something to offer, and then you use the affirmation around that, that's how affirmations work. That's how affirmations change your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind responds to your will. It's gonna to respond to your decisions 
that you make, okay? So for the unworthy belief system, you really want to look at that and you really want to find out, again, like the same thing with the I am unsafe feeling, you want to find out why you feel unworthy. Now for me, and this is usually true with, with um, the limiting belief or core wound that you're unworthy, for me, mine came from a space of feeling separated at a very young age. I was raised in a home, in a Christian home. We went to church twice a week during the school year and every day during the summer. And um, one of the things that we learned in church or that was taught to us um, was that we were unworthy, inherently unworthy of a connection with God. And as a very young child, like God was very, very important to me. And so the idea that I was unworthy of God and that I was separate from God was... Um, was detrimental and is ultimately what created my core wound is the I am separate from God and then I started noticing based on that wound that was created that I was separate from other people and that I was alone and that I had to do things on my own so at a very young age I was always trying to do everything on my own I didn't want anybody to help me and um, this left me feeling very vulnerable and um, Definitely like unsafe, but also like I really just didn't have anything to offer because all of my energy was going into trying to be independent because I was a, I was using that as like a protection um, against the fact that I was completely separate from everything around me and everyone around me. And I felt absolutely no connection. Now, the beautiful thing about this is that it ended up being completely related to my sole purpose in life. My sole purpose in life is to create connection, is to create love, and is to help others create connection and love in their lives. And I would never have been able to do that, and I never would have been able to come to that space if I hadn't lived most of my life feeling separate and disconnected from everything and everyone, including God. So my greatest pain and my core wound led me to my greatest purpose. Okay, so I want that to be very, very clear is that no matter what pain you've suffered or trauma that you've suffered, it has purpose built into it. And as long as you're being, you're being willing to look and become aware of where your core wounds are and where your patterns and cycles are, you can move yourself into that space where you start to see, where you start to see that everything is working toward, for you and toward your greater purpose, why you came to this earth in the first place. Okay, so I want to make that very, very clear because that was like a huge thing for me when I finally realized that. I really started to see it and I really started to see how everything in my life had purpose and I stopped blaming my parents and I stopped blaming the church and I stopped blaming my exes and I stopped blaming everybody around me for causing me pain and therefore I took myself out of victim status because all of it was for me, all of it led me to my purpose and to be quite honest, I was, I'm actually like grateful for every extreme pain that I have um, experience in my life because it's led me to a place of, of purpose in my life and it's given it's created me as I am and and the more that I move into that space of loving myself and knowing myself as I am 
the more that I can receive those, those traumas as gifts rather than as pain. Okay. So, um, next and lastly, the last core wound is I am not enough. Okay. And this core wound is located in your solar plexus and it is, um, usually directly tied into the, um, the, um, I am not worthy core wound. It doesn't always have to be, but usually all three of these core wounds go together somehow. You might just have one that is um, a little more hits you in the heart space than the other two. They usually all tie in together to some degree. So the I am not enough core wound is basically just saying that is a belief that nothing you do will ever be enough. You cannot please people. You cannot do anything that is going to make anyone feel good. And, and often you end up as like a people pleaser, a perfectionist. You're very controlling. Um, you get into relationships where you're, you're trying to control them and they're trying to control you. So control is a huge factor in your relationships. And this comes from that belief of I am not enough. And so you, if you can control in, in that space of I am not enough, if you can control yourself and you're really control others, because that's where this, this kind of goes, it makes you feel a little bit better and a little bit safer and a little bit more like you, maybe you are enough. It's, that is the defense mechanism around that core wound is control and perfectionism. So, um, in order to heal this core wound, this is a, a space of really coming into a place of loving self-acceptance. So this is a, a headspace and a belief that um, everything you do is wrong. Every single thing you do ends up being a mistake. Um, and someone else will always do it better than you do. And so when you're in that headspace and that's what, what your belief system is telling you, it's like you're constantly being disappointed. You're constantly being let down. You constantly feel out of control. And um, you may experience extreme anxiety with this core wound as well. Um, you also may experience um, deep frustration, which can turn into anger. And so there may be anger issues associated with this core wound as well. So. And then, like I said, in relationships, how that looks like is there's going to be a lot of control. There's probably a lot of jealousy, um, and, and there's going to be a lot of, of perfectionism. Um, so trying to make everything look perfect, trying to make everything look perfect on the outside to compensate for how you feel like you're not enough on the inside. So with this core wound, what you want to do is you want to look at all of the things about you that you consider to be flaws. Okay. And you want to really be brave here. I know that this, if you have this core wound, it's like really, really hard. So you want to look at every, like write it down, write out down everything that you consider to be a flaw. Okay. And then write another list of everything you consider to be an asset about yourself. Like everything that you like about yourself or love about yourself, write that list. Okay. And then I want you to look at the list that says, um, all of your flaws and I want you to think about like if you have a child or you have some a partner that you love or anyone that you have like a ton of love for okay and if they had that flaw 
would you criticize them for it? Would you look at them and say, you're not enough because you have this flaw? And if you wouldn't, which you probably wouldn't, then I want you to ask yourself why you're beating yourself up for having that flaw yourself. And then I want you to compare the list of um, the I am not enough stuff, the stuff that you consider to be flaws and the stuff that you consider to be assets. I want you to compare those two lists and see how the two things go together. They go hand in hand. You might notice that without this flaw, you wouldn't have this asset. You wouldn't have this thing about yourself that you really, really like. Or this flaw created this talent. Or this flaw gave me this perspective. And so it's, it's just like integrating the light in the dark. You know, and it's it's helping you understand yourself on a, on a better level and see that you absolutely are enough, and that we all have flaws. We are all human. Every single one of us are is imperfect. But without our flaws, we wouldn't be real. Without our flaws, we wouldn't be who we are. And without our flaws, many of us would not have the the talent and the gifts that we do have, because those flaws are what opened us up to discovering those gifts in the first place or they somehow contributed to those gifts or to our purposes in the first place. So that's really important to remember. So, and then of course, using the affirmation, I am enough and everything I have is enough. That is really, really helpful too. But again, with affirmations, you have to make the decision. You have to make the decision that this is your new belief system and this is what you're going to decide. So now that we've briefly covered the three core wounds and um, what they're about, I wanna talk about like the main core wound behind those three core wounds. So um, those core wounds are what's going to sort of exist in our energy field, but there is a main core wound that, um, that we all have, that every single one of us has, and that is that we are separate from one another. And the whole, that whole idea and that whole belief system, especially in Western culture that we've been raised in, is um, what creates those core wounds. Because we don't come into this world alone. We don't come into this world as children and think, oh, I'm on my own, um, I'm completely separate. You know, we're not thinking that. We're not even aware that we are a separate entity from our parents or our loved ones that are around us. Um, we are taught that. That is something that is taught. It is a belief system that's prevalent within the Western culture and it is taught to us. It is not truth. It is just something that everyone decided to believe because that is more or less the, the experience that we have, okay? But it's still something that's taught and we still have choice on what we believe and what we don't. We're starting to recognize that we do feel separate and that hurts and that that causes emotional pain. And so what the goal is, is to move into union, to move into connection, to move into oneness, and to start seeing ourselves in oneness with others and with God and with ourselves rather than separate. And it's that oneness that's located in the heart chakra that is going to heal all your core wounds. It's going to heal the original core wound, which is the separation, the idea that we are all separate, that we are separate from God, we are separate from ourselves, and we are separate from others. And so 
the the main idea however you choose to work with your core wound ultimately what you want to do is start moving into oneness moving into union moving into wholeness or you know sacred union sacred means whole so like living our lives as sacred and as being a whole and complete person that's the ultimate goal that's where we're moving towards and part of that is unconditional acceptance and unconditional love and it's really hard to experience that in our outside life if we're not giving that to ourselves and if we're not working on developing that relationship within ourselves and with um, source with spirit or God that is probably the most important part because this this wound originally comes from feeling separate from God and um, if we can heal the idea that God is outside of us and heal the idea that we are that we are separate from God and that we've been separated from God if we can heal that we heal all other wounds so that's really what I discovered for myself is that my all my core wounds um, and my core wound of unworthiness was rooted in the fact that as a small child, I got the message that um, I was unworthy of God and that meant that I was separate from God and that God was outside of me. That God did not live in me and that it was basically impossible to connect with God. And, and, um, and so I had this deep feeling of disconnection within myself. But I later found out as I started to work on myself and work on my core wounds, I later found out that I get to choose what I believe and what I believe is that God does live inside me, that I am a child of God, that I was created by God and that God is part of me and that God is part of every living human being on this planet. And how I came to that belief system, I'm definitely like someone who enjoys proof and since I, I never really felt um, growing up in the church that I had a lot of proof. I had the Bible, but that wasn't like significant proof to me because it didn't, it did not make sense to my soul the way that it was being explained to me. And I tried multiple times to, um, to, to decipher it for myself on my own, but I did not have the wherewithal or the capacity to do that. So what changed my mind about everything was when I had just had my daughter I was a new mom. I was like freaking out. I had no idea what I was doing. And I just had this huge meltdown. And I just told God, I need your help. I surrender my entire life over to you. Like just change things for me. Like make something happen because I cannot do this on my own. And it was like this. It was like one of those moments that you just remember forever. So a few days later, the secret popped up on my Netflix and I watched it. And the part that stuck out to me the most, and I've watched it a few times, and this is the part that gets me every time. And it's what changed my entire belief system around God. The part that stuck out to me the most was when they were talking about quantum physics and they were talking about how when they broke open the atom, all they found was energy and that they found that energy in every single living thing everything that we consider to be matter or mass I mean that even includes like a TV or like a wall or a house or whatever all of those things are made up of atoms and all of those atoms are made up of this energy that cannot be created or destroyed and when they were talking about it 
um, that it just always has been. That energy is always has been and always will be. It's the same energy that the universe is made up of. It's the same energy everything is made up of. And so when they were talking about it, it just hit me like a lightning bolt. Like that is God. And that energy exists in me. And that energy exists in every living thing on this planet. And that was a huge pivotal moment for me. And that's when I chose to change my entire belief system around God. And I started seeking things out that helped me do that. I read Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. I'm currently doing a course in miracles. I, um, um, I read um, One Day My Soul Just Opened Up by Yonla Vasant. I can't ever pronounce her name. I, and I've done the work. Like I went headfirst into it and I just started doing the work. I started um, researching the chakras. I started learning about my chakra system. I started learning about my aura. Um, I studied the human aura like for years trying to figure that book out <laughs> and under, have a deeper understanding of what this energy is and, and how it relates to me connecting deeply with God and having a relationship with God. So that really just became my mission. And that was eight years ago that that happened. And it, it was just this pivotal moment for me. And that's what started to heal that core wound of I'm separate from God. Because I suddenly realized that I had been told my whole life that God was way up in the sky somewhere and totally separate from me and unattainable. And that it turns out God has been in every single cell of my body and is the energy that makes up my energy and my vibration and my soul that is God and that is God inside of me and that same energy is in everything else that I can lay my eyes on so I highly highly encourage you to open your mind and to move into a space where you can connect with source you can connect with spirit on or God however you, whatever word you like to use on a deeper level so that you can create that connection with yourself that's where we get our worth from that's where we get our safety from that's where we get our um, feelings of being enough from that's where we're able to let go of control that's where we're able to start healing that's where miracles come from is when we start changing our mind and we start opening it up so that we can hear what God's trying to tell us we can see the signs all around us and the path opens up and we start walking with purpose down this path towards what we want and I'm telling you all of this because I strongly believe that a relationship with God equals a healthy relationships with everyone else. If you can trust God, you can trust yourself. If you can trust yourself, you can trust other people. And that equals healthy relationships. And that's what I'm all about is having healthy connections, moving in towards sacred union, union and helping you manifest love. And if you want to manifest your soulmate and you want to manifest true love, it happens when you start developing that relationship with God. That's when it happens. That's when it happened for me. That's when it's happened for countless other people that I've talked to um, that have given me their soulmate story um, and where they were prior to, you know, being with their soulmate. And every woman that I know and that I've talked to was in the same boat I was. They were divorced. They, um, they had been in traumatic relationship after traumatic relationship. They had suffered some kind of sexual abuse in their life. They had all these wounds and all of these patterns and cycles around their, um, 
around love, around having a, a fulfilling and deeply intimate and connective relationship. And I found in my own life and, and what I've seen just by other people I've worked with and talked to, it's the same thing, is that once we start moving into union with God and realizing that we are one with God, that's when we call in our soulmate. That's when that other person comes in and we are able to have this beautiful relationship with them. So healing your core wounds so that you can manifest love. Um, I'm going to end that there. If you have any questions um, or if anything didn't make sense to you or you want to know more about something else, please reach out to me. Um, I'll put my email address below in the description box below this um, this video and go ahead and email me anything you want, any questions, and um, I'd be, I will be happy to respond. So I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye. For free resources, eBooks, and other super awesome tools, go to my website, sacredspacewithkatie.com. I also want to remind you to subscribe so you always get the latest episode and to leave a review so other people can find this podcast too. I super appreciate you tuning in today and I will catch you in the next episode. Have a beautiful day.